Welcome to In the Field Radio, 91.3 FM, WVKR, Poughkeepsie Independent Radio. I'm Erin Boogie, here with Miss Lady D. Hey. Ooh, you sound so loud and clear. Really? I don't know why I didn't do this a while ago. It's making me feel like I need to get a mic. Do it. Send me what you got. I will. All right. Because I got it from Amazon. Yes. Yes. Yo, God bless Jeff Bezos, the super billionaire. Amazon God. (laughs) As much as I say I'm not going to support Amazon anymore, I find myself on there daily. Dude, I had to get rid of my Prime when I deployed because there were like people just start ordering a bunch of stuff. And I was like, (laughs) well, let me get rid of Prime. So maybe I'll be a little... Like, deterred from doing that. As soon as I got home, put it right back on. Listen, I don't... So, I use my friend's Prime, and it's, like, the community account. You should see how many people is on that account. And, like, sometimes I'll go on there, and there'll be, like, stuff in the cart. And I'm like, no, this is, like, a shared account. You can't just leave stuff in the cart. Like, you gotta, like, pick your stuff out, check out, and be out. (laughs) Or at least put it in safe for later so that you can go back in there and put whatever you want in the cart and then check out. Let me tell you about the save for later area. It's a disaster because we all have stuff in there saved for later. So there's just like probably thousands of items that have been saved for later. Especially too, if you leave your stuff in the cart for too long, people will save it for later. It happened one time while I was in the middle of one of my orders. And it was the kid's mom. Like, how am I going to tell you like, yo, tell your mom to relax. Right. I, um... I would, like, not go check on my save for later. So recently I went to, like, kind of try to clean up my Amazon. And the stuff that I put in there, like, has been in there for years. And it was, like, tapestries, leggings. And I'm like, why was I going to wear this, first of all? That's epic. Yeah, expeditiously had to get that out of there. I know you wanted to talk about something that happened on CNN, but first, before we get into that, can we just touch on Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr.? Oh my God, bless they hearts. Let's talk about how Nate Robinson got knocked out by a YouTuber. Now, but this YouTuber trains... Apparently, he trains very well, because he landed a KO. Oh my goodness. The thing is, I wish that, you know, he would have just went to the fight and not said what he said, but he tweeted like, this is for my friends and family and my children and all this. So everyone was like, yay, black power. And then he got knocked out like that. Steph Curry was hyping him up. And then that man dropped to the mat like a ton of bricks. Oh my goodness. And then you hear Snoop Dogg break out in in classic, you know, spiritual. He's like, oh Jesus. Oh, oh Lord Jesus. Like he was. He should narrate everything. Yeah. He was probably the highlight of that fight. He was. That's what was trending on Twitter was that Snoop Dogg actually won the match because (laughs) how funny was he? Yeah. But also, but like, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr., like, I I watched them fight when I was a kid. So I was, like, 
what year is it? What is, like, what is happening? It's 2020, and I'm watching Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. fight, and they're, like, 110 years old. Like, it was cute. I'm glad it was for charity. It, and, you know, they weren't, they didn't take it serious, and it mm-hmm. was definitely a good effort, but it, I, okay, okay, y'all did that. Did you think it was really a draw? When I read, oh, it was a draw, it ended up in a draw, and I was like, of course it did. Um, I kind of think that was an accurate assessment because it was just a lot of them hugging each other. There were, e- each of them landed a few good punches, but it was just a lot of tired old men hugging it out in the ring. Oh my goodness. Wow. That was cool. Yeah, it was. It, I, I'm glad that it happened. It was novel. I got it for free on the fire stick. I can't imagine paying for that, but it was definitely something... I, like, I will watch that again if they did that with other celebrities. Who? Like, regular celebrities? Um. Well, that's what I mean. Jake Paul and Nate Robinson were regular celebrities, you know what I mean? So, that's, that's kind of, like, the tone of what it was. But it's kind of like live-action celebrity deathmatch. That's kind of what was happening in my mind. <laughs> like, they <laughs> took MTV's weird. idea and made it real. I thought that that was coming back, and then I didn't hear that anymore, and I was very Well, sad. apparently it came to pay-per-view with <laughs> a YouTuber, a basketball player, and 210-year-old boxers. Right. You know what I like about it, though, like, all jokes aside, is I like the way Mike Tyson has matured over the years. He went from being super wild to biting people's ears off to now being, like, really chill and funny and a good businessman. He has a really successful podcast. Like, he carries himself really well. I think that's kind of cool to see. Yeah, like, I was even shocked when I saw him with his show on Adult Swim. Yeah. Like, he was doing voiceovers for a whole, you know, Scooby-Doo-type series starring him. Like, that's pretty cool. Especially for somebody who gets made fun of for how they talk. I know, which is like, uh, his, his well, that's voice really brave. is like classic. Yeah. So. so shout out to them. Alright, let's get into this CNN thing. So, this happened on Tuesday, I believe. Uh, Jamal Bowman appeared on CNN. And Jamal Bowman is the founder and formal principal of the Cornerstone Academy for a Social Action. You know, he works at a public middle school in, in the Bronx. Uh, and he's a member of the Lower Hudson Valley chapter of the Democratic Socialists of America. And most importantly, he defeated a 16-turn incumbent Good Lord. And went on to win a seat in the House, in Congress. So, from New York. So, he was on CNN, and the news anchor asked him if he sees anyone progressive enough for him. And what she was talking about was, like, potential cabinet picks by... You know, the newly elected president and vice president. They got to start picking people. So what Jamal Bowman said um, was that 
he was shocked to hear the name Rahm Emanuel being thrown around about, you know, in the cabinet. And he states that, you know, he felt that way because Rahm Emanuel was allegedly involved in covering up the death of Laquan McDonald in Chicago. Um, he allegedly closed like 50 elementary schools and 30 mental health institutions, like no good. So, and in saying that, while he was saying that, he was abruptly cut off. Yo, the the clip of AKA it. AKA censored. So, yeah. like, the soundbite is, is crazy because you could hear him just get cut off and then they're like, oh, it seems like we lost him. Like, they kind of, like, played it off. But you could tell even the host was surprised. But when you see it, it's like they just, like, fade him out of the screen mad quick. Right. And you know what gave me the chills the most is when he began talking he said, first and foremost, I want to thank you for letting me be here today. Like, he already said goodbye before mm-hmm. he started. Like, he knew. He knew he was about and to come that, with some controversial stuff. And that is what just gave me the chills. I was like, he knew. Ooh. All right, so we're going to play the soundbite, and then we'll come back. Okay. Uh, do you see anyone that's progressive enough for you? Well, first, let me say off the top, thank you so much for having me. Uh, When I hear names like Rahm Emanuel uh, being floated as part of Biden's cabinet, considering the fact that he covered up the murder of Laquan McDonald uh, in Chicago, considering the fact that he closed over 50 elementary schools and 30 mental health institutions, uh, it's incredibly alarming and So we, we lost the congressman-elect there. Sorry about that. Uh, we'll try to bring him back at some other point. Uh, up next, the color of the coronavirus. We just- okay, so that clip is kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, like, I wanted to talk about it when I saw it. And then I was low-key scared for us, too. Thank God we're on non-commercial radio and so they won't censor us (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you know the message had to be heard the message had to be heard and he's from our area like the lower hudson valley that's putnam westchester and rockland county so that was his district so he's close yeah and before we kick it into some music which uh, depending on the timing of it, it might be all Bravo music. But let's talk about how awesome this interview with him is. Um, that was so cool. Was it that our like? Was. No, it wasn't our first interview like out in the streets because we did do Freak Fest. But I don't care. It was still really cool. This, it wasn't a party. I think. So. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think this is the first time though that we've done one of the interviews that we've aired on this show out in the actually in the field instead of. Like, just grabbing sound bites or that kind of thing. Right. And it was awesome. It went really well. And we did it off the top. It wasn't one of the ones where we spent time coming up with questions, and it it just flowed really well. Right. But, you know, that's what you can do when you have a relationship with people. Absolutely. Which we touched on in the interview. So. And we super owed him that redo. <laughs> <laughs> He came for the awkward time. I, 
<laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into some new music off his new project that dropped on the 27th. It's out now. Um, so definitely go Who check that out. Bravo. And then when we come back from the interview, well, we'll play some of his music. We'll get into the interview and then we'll play some more of his music and then we'll come back. All right, welcome back to In The Field Radio, 91.3 FM, WVKR, Poughkeepsie, Independent Radio. Did I do it right? Absolutely. You nailed it. So we're live here at the Holiday Stop and Shop in Newburgh, New York. There's a bunch of vendors here. There's, like, clothes, candles, lashes. What else they got? They had these cool nail polish things that, like, you put it on your nails and it stays on there for, like, two weeks. I don't know. Um, they got infused drinks and foods, and we're here with cash money, so we're trying to get people to get some raffle tickets. We're giving away some free raffle tickets, too, and we're going to pay some people and help them out for the holidays. So while we're here, Interfield Radio alumni, NHO Bravo is in the building, and because he just put something out. He just put out some heat for the holidays. He was like, here. Here, hold that. So, why don't you tell us about it? What's going on, y'all? It's NHL Bravo. I just dropped Who Is Bravo on all platforms. It's a, a project that's real personal to me. It's I'm giving you every side of what I've been through and trying to make it relatable to you. Now, is it going to be different at all from Welcome to the Trenches? It's very different. I think it's a better project. I think it's more personal. I think it's more. Uh, it touches more feelings and more levels of who I am, and it's conceptually better, I feel like. Okay, okay. So you got some joints for the ladies on there? A couple, like two or three. Two or three. Did you make them about anybody? One of them, yeah. Ooh. Nah, we ain't going to do that. (laughs) Okay, okay. So, wait, so are you on the market or off the market? Because you know Valentine's Day coming up. Um, off the market. He's off the market, ladies. I'm sorry, but you know what? Still, pick up that Who Is Bravo. All right, so everybody talk about the Grammys, and you're an artist, so I think I'm going to ask you, is the Grammys rigged? Is it a waste of time? How do you feel about it? Um, Grammys is a cool accolade. Like, uh, I'm not against it, but I'm not, you know, I'm not chasing it either. It's not really for us, I feel like. That's true. What do you mean for us? Like, for independent artists? Well... No, I don't. I don't feel like it's for the culture. I, I feel like it's more based for a different type of audience. Like it's not. It's not. It's not true to what we, they don't. They never acknowledge the people that are really putting in the work in it in, in our uh, industry. So like more mainstream. Less hip hop, more mainstream, more what they want to be. Want the public to listen to. What do you think, Aaron Boogie? The Grammys. Well, I think they nominated some pretty lyrical artists this year. So so what do you think we as consumers can do to change how it is going forward? Because it's our fault for consuming the music, right? I feel like as consumers, uh, we could just be more in tune with the messages that we're allowing to be put to the masses. Like, I'm, I have street content too, but it's also given both sides of it. Like, it's not just good things, it's bad things too. I like some corny music sometimes. So, like, 
do you think that there should be less like catchy tunes? Like, do you think that that's lazy? Nah, I don't. I don't feel like catchy tunes are lazy. I think it's the concepts that are lazy. I see. It's also the big machine behind the radio. Like, there's a reason why you hear a Drake record 40 times in an hour or a Nicki record 40 times in an hour, and you're not hearing, um, I don't want to say local artists, independent artists. You, you don't hear independent artists like that, right? Like, it's very rare that an independent artist will break through. Um, so I think, like, we as consumers need to say, like, you know what, I'm not going to buy Nicki Minaj's record if you don't play Young M.A. when she drops new music. That's true. Uh, it's always been a battle with radio DJs and the station in which they work for, which is, I think, what's really great about this station that we're on is that they let us do whatever we want. Like, nobody is telling us that we cannot play what we want to play. And, and people used to have to, like, slide records in, do all types of finagling to get their song on the radio. I know at one point I, it, it was unheard of for one of us to get a song on the radio. So Now I feel like I know of a lot of people that have been on Hot 97 and things like that But it's like dropped, played, and that's it Like how do you get your song played over and over again? You send it to In The Field Radio Because a lot of those same artists that are paying for play On those type of radio stations Because they're paying somebody for that relationship We don't ask for that You just send us your record We'll spin it at least once If it's something Well unless it's not mixed Or you know what I mean If there's some underlying situation That we can't play it But aside from that If it's a if it's a decent record Or when the inmates write us And tell us they want to hear something Or somebody's like Yo I heard that record the other night I really like that record It gets added into rotation And I think like You could ask Foreign Dre Like his record Your record has a ditty We played that constantly <laughs> You know what I mean? So it's not just a one and done here, you know? And But I think other radio stations, we're fortunate because it's not commercial radio. We're not beholden to commercial. So other radio stations need to adopt that model to be able to get that music to the masses. I think it's also on the artists, too. I think the artists could be uh, a little bit more consistent with lines of communication and building relationships with people rather than, okay, I'm here for your show and then... I'm not supporting you, I don't watch, I don't tune in, I'm not interacting with you, and then I expect when I drop a project to for you to let me come back up here. You know what I mean? I do like that about you is that you pay attention to the media outlets because that's what you're going to use to get your product out, so you be paying attention to the distributors, right? People don't do that. And I just want to say thank you for constantly hitting us up every time you drop a project, but also, like... You're the only artist, I think, so far in the A45. I've been waiting for someone to do this, but you've hit a press run. You did Too Humble. You just left. He left Gabe to do Finally TV to come here to interview with us on the spot at the show. And you were on, weren't you on something else, too? Uh, in the studio the other day, too. With the Rec Boys, our brothers. Shout out to you for actually putting that together because no other artist has done that yet. And you have so many outlets around here that you could utilize. Sorry, work. Uh, what do you see coming up next for yourself? You got any visuals? I know I, you just did the, uh, like, it was a live, it was like a live show online um, that it, in the studio with the Rec Boys did. You did that. How was that for you? Was that exciting? Yeah, that was dope. It was, you know what's dope about that is I got to um, design my own set. I got to place my own products. I got to, you know what I mean? It, it was me just being creative with a small space and not a lot of, 
uh, materials because, you know, with COVID, you can't really rent out a stage. You can't really do certain things. So by making the best out of my situation, and it ended up being a dope performance from what I've seen and heard about it. And honestly, it was a I, I, shout out to the Rec Boys for putting it together because it, it was a dope event for them to put together. They had people from Africa, people from here, people from down south. Like, they had people from everywhere. So that was dope, too. Do you keep in touch with any of the artists from that show? I, I'm in tune with Burl and uh, Juice. I, I try to keep communication with like people I know, but you know it's hard for me to like break through. If you give me the wrong energy at first when I reach out, then I'm not gonna reach out again. Hey, that's their problem. That's their problem. Um, so let's talk about the production. Who did you get on this new project? Oh. Um, it was mixed and mastered by Drawzilla. Me and him got an album coming probably December. Buying beats online. I wasn't. It wasn't nothing produced locally or anything like that. Hopefully, this next project is completely produced locally after this. Okay. Okay. All right. So finally, tell the people one more time about who is Bravo. What tracks you think they should listen to first? I think um, All Night is a great record. Y'all gonna enjoy that, ladies. Y'all, I think y'all gonna like. Looking for her. Real thing is a different record. I'm singing on it. It's real R&B. And for my regular fans, you know, pick any record on there. It's still got my content. Okay. All right. So give everybody your social media. Let them know where they can find you. NHO Bravo 845 on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, NHO Bravo on all streaming platforms. And y'all going to see me. All right. And you know we're going to play songs on the station. So stay tuned for the Interfield playlist. Let me, I just want to say I appreciate y'all too for letting me come here all the time and show my music love and supporting me online on uh, the social media platforms and all that. I shout out to y'all for all that. We love you. So Bravo came here and like helped us put up the banner. We got we finally got our Interfield radio banner. Yeah, thank you for coming through and not only letting us interview you on the spot, but also for helping us set up the table, the banner, and all the merchandise. <laughs> yeah, guys. We got these cool uh, AirPods holders, and we got some magnets, too. So that's cute. Little stocking stuffers. Yeah, so make sure you stream that Who is Bravo on everything. All right, thank you for coming through. Thank you for letting me come through. Stream Who is Bravo on all platforms. We got everything going on. Everything you want, we got. So come to NHL. Oh, yeah. All right, welcome back to In the Field Radio. Lady D got me over here dying. We had to re-record the outro because I cannot. What do you have Hear to say that. for yourself? <laughs> it did. <laughs> it does. Uh, I'm sorry, listeners, but it's radio, so we had to censor ourselves. Didn't you learn anything from our right. CNN sound part? Did you learn anything? Yeah. Did I learn anything? Yeah, because we got censored. Well, we um, had to censor ourselves. Well, I, like, went and started Googling who's Laquan McDonald and then reading about the whole situation. Like, this just happened recently, and it's it's clearly on there that police and a lot of people tried to cover up something, and that was a general consensus. And, that was like, in Chicago, right? About it. Yeah. Well, you know what, though? Chicago has, for many, many decades, been known for their corruption. Like, that's what the Chicago Police Department is famous for. So, 
I'm not surprised. Yeah. So, like I said, when a conversation comes up like, hey, stuff needs to be reformed, or why do people distrust certain bodies? And I'm like, this is why. Facts, though. Unfortunately, this is this is literally why. And if you can't see that, then that's a little crazy to me. Agreed. I don't think we... I don't have any other topics to cover. I think we covered the major ones. Anything else you got? Um, You know, I'm just excited that we're on Spotify and Apple Music or Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Like, that's that's really exciting for me. It took really long for them to approve us on iHeart. I was getting a little bit nervous, wasn't going to lie to you. I was about to reach out to their little help support people to be like, what's taking so long? And that's when we got the email that it got approved and we were on iHeart too, which I think is so cool. Yay. So congratulations to us. But you know what? We still only save our new exclusive music for you, people that listen live. Yeah, that's the unfortunate part of the podcasting is that you can't play the music. So it's just the interviews and the intros and the outros. But the music is exclusively for our WVKR listeners. Right. So y'all should feel special about that. I mean, I feel special about that. Yeah, no, I think I think that's a good trade-off. Like, it, it gives you some content that's exclusive to the radio show, but then you have the replay mm-hmm. value for the interviews on the major platforms, so it works out really well. I mean, because the people that listen live are, like, the real MVPs to me. Like, they're, like, my favorite. I agree, yeah. They deserve exclusive so. content. Okay. So uh, with that being y'all. said... You know, we want to hear from you. I mean, we we'll be want to hear from everyone, but we especially want to hear from people that listen live. And you can email us at info at inthefieldradio.com. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, what songs you like that day. Yeah, please request songs. That's how we know what to keep in rotation. That's a big deal for us. Right. Otherwise, we're just picking what we like. Right. I mean... I feel like they'll like what we like. Facts. But this is about you. It's not about, this is about you. We're trying to share the uh, wealth here. Yeah. And you know what? You can find us. We're at In The Field Radio everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us a DM if you don't want to send an email. That's fine, too. True. True. And then you have my page, Aaron Boogie. You have Deb's page, which is all types of underscores and extra letters. It's it's only T H E E Lady underscore D on I, Instagram. I can never remember where the underscore is. I'm guilty of that. It's between the lady and D because I don't want people to be like the lady. Do, do. <laughs> so you know, I put the space there <laughs> to help the peoples out. <laughs> yes, as much as I can. And we got so we have. Uh... Maritza, next week, is the interview. That was a good interview. And I really like her song. Maritza Mert? Yeah. And then now we're going to interview her producer, well, the production team that she works with in December. So that ended up being a really cool one too. Yeah. You know what's funny, too, is I just saw... Sally. 
I just saw a flyer for like a producer event and they were the judges. Yes, I saw that too. <laughs> Wait, but you didn't see it on their page, you saw it somewhere else. Yeah. That's so cool. See? I was like, wow, Girl. what a small world. That was just like me seeing her song on Spotify. Yes. Like, I can't I wait to play that song. I think I think our listeners are going to like her music a lot. Yes. All right. Well, make sure you guys turn in, tune in next week for Maritza Merck. And then also check out Bravo. He's talented. He's got good music. We play him all the time. He's definitely in the Field Radio family. So his uh, project is Who is Bravo, and it's out on all streaming platforms. And make sure you check him on social media, too. Yeah. And I just want to randomly shout out Tech because we love him. Oh, yeah, we do. That's big for us. <laughs> yeah, listen to his show on Thursdays from 2 to 4. Yeah, or a lot of times from 2 to 4. I don't know. <laughs> he's on there a lot. It'll be like every day. I don't know if he's on air every single time, but. No, he's on, uh, he DJs from his house a lot. Oh. Yeah. Well, so you could peep him on Facebook. Okay, first DJing days from two to four. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. You know, you don't have to confirm or deny whether you have Facebook abilities, but you know, <laughs> if you can, check him out everywhere, basically. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, All it's right. been real. Well, good night, y'all. See you all next week. <laughs>